the grand finale We coming through with the Madden family And only the baddest athletes gonna survive When you see four or five of my guys Piling up on top of you in front of your eyes Feel the impact, dual shock starts to kick back And yo, it's Madden 2001 You need to get that and feel like you in the game Playing for real, it's like royalty So nil It's like hot one, hot two Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of This Week in the NFL here on the North South Connection Podcast Network. Three-man booth is back, and we may have a special guest later. So it's myself, the Cowboy, joined by my my two compadres, Senior. How you doing? Doing good. You're sounding pretty happy for a guy that single-handedly took down an NFL team. That's a huge surprise. I did it to him. There'll be no 100% guarantees coming out of this, coming from here this week, for sure. Maybe the Bills? You want a 100% guarantee a Bills win? <laughs> if I was sure I could do the mush thing, yeah, but I can't bring myself to say it, so. All right, well, good to have you here, Senior, and also John D'Amato. How you doing, John? Oh, amazing. I got to see Senior this weekend. Sorry I missed you. And, uh, that was great. I came out of it okay, uh, very healthy. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, your basketball uh, team... Uh, Got caught up in it, but uh, yeah, so far I'm uh, hanging in there. I'm, uh, I've avoided uh, the uh, Omni that you guys uh, got hit with. So we'll see. Right. How I, I was I was in the protocols. I didn't want to infect you, John, so I stayed home. No big deal. But I mean, it, you could have gotten it from the Providence players. I think the person I was with uh, infected them and not me. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're following the uh, national media now, the, the latest statement from Dr. Fauci is everybody's, oh everybody's <laughs> going to get Omicron. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so why worry about it? That's <laughs> what it seems like. So but we're here to talk sports. We're here to talk. You can, you can catch me and senior on our uh, monthly health update on a different a different podcast. Just kidding. Just kidding. All right. So, guys, what a week, huh? One of the best NFL weeks in memory. So, John, just talk to me about the week, man. What a great week. Jeez, where do you start? We, we figured it would be pretty uh, drab. But uh, what really got things in motion was uh, the uh, Indianapolis Colts, ex-enemies of you guys, uh, just uh, biting it hard. And that, that's what set everything in motion. So do you think, John, that our powers are even beyond the senior 100% guarantee? Because the three of us always look forward to football. And, I mean, we've been doing this show for four or five years, something like that. And I think this is the first time that we ever said, eh, this week could be a little, could be a little weak. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and also, the big, we, we poo-pooed. We're like, ah, they're never going to tie that bullshit. And as, as that friggin' game just kept going down, it, it, was, it, it looked like it was going to be that tie that everybody was, uh, was dying for. We'll talk uh, about the stupid tie. Yeah. We never <laughs> said that the game couldn't end in a tie, right? Because any game can end in a tie. What, what I said, I, I believe you guys agreed with, is there wasn't a snowball's chance in hell that on Sunday night football, these idiots were going to come out and take knees. Yeah, that was that's very stupid. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hot take central this week. Hot, hot take central. There she yeah, is, Lilo. Lilo disliked disliked those hot takes as much as we did. So let let's just get right into it, senior. We have to start with you. 
in an epic, epic foreshadowing, we go back to last week. There's all these different playoff scenarios, right? But they're all kind of predicated on a one big upset. And that's Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars holding serve at home and beating up on the Carson Wentz-led Indianapolis Colts again. I forget what it was. They'd won five or six in a row in Jacksonville. I brought that up on the show and was very, very quickly shot down. And senior, you you gave them the 100% guarantee. A little recency bias coming off the Patriots, making the Jaguars look like a high school team. The Colts had beat the Patriots. All the logic said the Colts are going to walk over them. But how did you feel watching the game? Because I t- that first drive, right? The Jaguars got the ball and looked like a totally different team than they looked like all season. Lawrence looked like he was back at Clemson. It was, you know, Marvin Jones. He had, he had to get four or five catches for his bonus, for his, uh, for his incentive bonus. He got, I think he got it on the first drive or the second drive. And they came out, they held the ball for six or seven minutes and they scored a touchdown with ease. At that point, senior, were you saying, man, this could really happen? Or did it, did, did it take more convincing as the game went on? Yes, it took more than the first drive. But in all honesty, my crazy 100% guarantee. <laughs> I, mean, when you, I mean, it wasn't just that the Jaguars had the record that they had. It wasn't just that they had lost big the week before. It was it was the fact that it. I've never seen a team look so much like they just packed it in and called it a year than they did against the Pats. I mean, I couldn't even give the Pats credit for the way they played against them because they, they just looked like they didn't even want to be there. Like, okay, I'm sick of this season. It's over. The golf, as I said last week, the golf clubs were ready to go. In fact, I thought some of the guys were prob- had probably already teed off. <laughs> And also, you know, some teams that you might think could get bit like that, but a team that had that that plays the way Indy did, that their strength is in the trenches, was a team that I thought was just going to, if they weren't, if they hadn't totally packed it in yet, they would just, you know, physically, they needed to win the game. That that big offensive line, that great offensive line, and that solid defensive front would just knock the stuffing out of them early and they would roll over. I didn't see this coming. I thought it was impossible. It just goes to show that that's sports, that there's no such thing as a complete sure thing. It was the most improbable upset that you're ever going to see for, for all of those reasons. I mean, I mean, Indy Indy never did anything in the game. They never got in the game. The score isn't even indicative of how much Jacksonville dominated. It's, it's they crazy. Crushed them. It's they completely crushed them. crazy. A team that had everything to gain and everything to lose to get just dominated by the Jag, I just don't get it. It's one of those that you'll never be able to understand. I don't know. It happened. And uh, We got, uh, so thinking about it, right? I think you bring up a good point that I mean, everybody and their brother, right, thought that Taylor, 200 yards, right, that's the obvious way to win. And they, they, 
The Jags D played one other game like this this year, completely out of the blue. Because, I mean, the Jags offense was was decent, was good in the first half and not so good in the second half, where if the if the normal Jags D showed up, Indy wins the game. Right. But the Jags D showed up like this one one other game this year, just again, completely inexplicably, totally out of the blue. And it was against Buffalo. They, they shut down Buffalo as one of the best offenses in football. And I, I mean, I, I have trouble explaining it other than, I mean, Josh Allen was a big part of that Buffalo game. Do you think like the Jags against the Pats, they weren't really playing for anything, but you say they had nothing to play for while well, they were, they were playing to knock out a division rival. And then in the Buffalo game, it was the whole battle of Josh Allen's and that maybe <laughs> that got him fired up. But the I mean, only, the only thing you could really say they were playing for, if you want to say that, that that division rival thing meant something to them and Josh Allen, they they were playing for the for the number one pick, and they ended up getting it anyway. Yes, <laughs> so it's it's craziness. It's absolute craziness. But you know, looking at the the week as a whole, and there's a few teams that you got to give big props to. And the first one is the Jags, no doubt. The second one to me is the Texans and the Lions. These three teams all played with all kinds of passion, played hard right to the end of the game. I mean, the Texans and the uh, Lions were running wide receivers, throwing the ball and everything else right till the end. Got to give those teams a lot of credit who really are playing for nothing. So big props to them. They, those teams made week eight, helped make week 18 the first ever week 18, a completely crazy and fun, one of the funnest weeks you're ever going to have sitting in front of your TV all day. So big props to those three teams. And obviously, especially the Jags. So a lot of fun watching that Jags game, John. You and I were, Lilo enjoyed it as well. You and I were, were talking a bit and it seemed like the Colts got away from the run a little early in the game and kind of, I guess when, when Carson Wentz is your quarterback, as was proven out in this game, you want to take the ball out of his hands as much as possible. And John, what what, what do you think? Is that like Reich kind of outsmarting himself or I mean, senior called for him to be fired. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to to that extent, but that's, it's not that, it's not that crazy because yeah, that was uh, egregious. And, and just like you said, he, he panicked. Uh, you should have stuck with it. We, uh, staying physical and uh, and and working the, their strengths on the on the line. They didn't panic. They stuck with the run, and and that's what the the Colts sh- should have done. But but also, yeah, too much faith in uh, in Wentz, and uh, and you could tell by uh, his his reactions uh, post game that. Uh, was in the def, definitely uh, he couldn't even hide his, his displeasure for for the quarterback. So, but but also another thing to add to you guys, it was the uh, I think I had a lot to do with the, the the division thing where they where they stack everybody in a division against each other. That last week plays plays a part to where where teams even though teams that look like they're going to quit, they'll still rise to the occasion one last time to to, to try to take out a rival. In this case, and and also that last game. You got a lot of guys that maybe be free agents. That's their last chance to like put something on film or something. And so they're kind of, you know, fighting for their careers and and fighting for that money. So 
they they don't want to show that they're uh, they're quitting and, and stuff. They they want to put something good so the agents can can show uh, you know prospective uh, teams that that you know the guy can still play. So. Yeah, and then uh, you know a team senior didn't mention um, the Seahawks also playing for nothing. Yeah, came yeah, out, yeah, came out, played a great game. Played he he a great game. Russ were out there high fiving like it was a freaking, uh, like it was a playoff game and shit. So that, that was good. It was good to see that too. Like the, the old Seahawks. Yeah. yeah. But so when the Jags, after the Jags beat the Colts, it sets off all the crazy, all the crazy playoff scenarios are now in play, and in what was kind of an atrocity to watch. But was an extre- extremely important game. The Steelers improbably beat the Ravens and set set it up where, other than the stupid tie in Sunday Night Football, they're in. And I say that I, I say this with with respect for Ben, right? Because he's he's a great player, and I think it's pretty cool that he made the playoffs in his in his last year and kind of led this little winning streak but have you ever seen a worse team with a winning record like i watch them and i just think they're terrible yeah me too they're 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 hard to watch they're very hard to watch but not not just ben you really gotta give credit to, credit to tomlin he does some things and then sometimes his players are you know un, undisciplined and stuff like that he gets criticized but at, at the end of the year his team's always in it you got to give him that and it's poetic justice right that if Harbaugh, Harbaugh, those two-point conversions, if they win one of those games, they're in. Yeah, that's that's another story. They they lost Lamar and uh, a lot a lot of they they won by uh, they they had the horseshoe up their butt for the first half of the season when they were like, like uh, you know five and one six and one. Uh, so the comp karma bit them in the ass. Uh, everything evens out as far as those games. Yeah, I mean. I don't mind seeing them go home. Yeah, so. uh, I'm not, uh, I'm with you on the on the Steelers though, because uh, uh, trust me, it's a Sunday night. Uh, I'm gonna be very angry, man, because you, you should have you, we should be having a, you know six good games, and instead, you know, that, that that's definitely one that ain't. You never know. But, nah. You never know. I mean, after uh, after Jaguars I'm Colts, senior, I'm gonna get the senior guarantee uh, on that one. <laughs> oh no. No, <laughs> there goes that, Mahomes. That won't even be won't even be close. It's not even gonna be a good game. I'm gonna be asleep at, at halftime. It's all right. It's obviously, the game I'm, you're looking forward to the least to watch, except yep. that I don't. I'm not gonna feel that bad seeing if it happens. If you got it right, Johnny, I can kind of enjoy seeing them get their asses kicked. So, yeah. uh, I can, that that'll be pretty good. Yeah, you know, I mean, you watch that game though, and you know you're saying that as it turned out, and as you were thinking when you were watching it, the, the winner of this game goes to the playoffs. It didn't look like the quality of game of two teams that, to me, neither one of them looked like they belong in the playoffs. Nah, watching watching big watching Ben throw, I, I, I'm I'm feeling pain from the couch. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's reminding us we're all getting uh, you know up in age and. Uh, <laughs> well, they just don't push the ball downfield at all. Like it's this little dink and dunk pass game. Yeah. And I mean, frankly, guys, I think the Chiefs cut. I mean, caught a little bit of a break because they oh, didn't they didn't play that well. We've talked about it. Their defense played like shit again. 
I mean, Drew Locke's horrible, horrible. I mean, he's worse than Roethlisberger, and he carved him up, and they barely won the game. Yeah, well, it was a lot of running. I don't think they were prepared for his uh, running. Uh, they, they got they got caught off guard by his his run. He I'm just did saying a lot of damage on a run. Yeah, you, you never know, and it's the, the I know pride I'm, of I'm Pittsburgh. Guarantee, I'm giving the senior mush. <laughs> you mean? Uh, with that, with the mush, I think there's like a decent chance that someone goes low on Mahomes early or something nah, crazy nah, like nah. that. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we before we do the playoff preview, we do have to talk about Chargers Raiders. As much as it pains me to talk about it, phenomenal game, one of the best games of the last that I can remember. One of the best regular season games I can remember. Everything's on the line. These teams played their asses off. Herbert did stuff in this game. Was it seven consecutive fourth downs where a non-conversion ends the game and the average yards to go was like 12 and he can, he converted them all just, just an amazing, amazing comeback. But, and it's crazy that it came down to the last play of the game. To to avoid to avoid the tie. So that fourth and twenty one. Uh, I, I still I still uh, I still can't believe he could that fourth. That, that, I mean that was game right there, up fifteen and fourth and twenty one. And, and, he has a freaking cannon. Yeah. He I mean he, you know th- that's not a perfect team. I'd be, it's not a perfect team, but he is is a superstar. He is going to be the one of the best five quarterbacks in the league for the next 10, 10 years, 15 years. I mean, he reminds, I mean, he's a lot, maybe he reminds me a bit of a, a Josh Allen, kind of a, a little more accurate, same kind of arm. Maybe he doesn't run as much. I mean, he, he reminds me, you know, like in Elway, guys like that. Like it's, he's just a pleasure. It's just a pleasure to watch and talk about ice water. I mean, having to convert one of those fourth downs is really, like you said, John, the fourth and 21 Really, really difficult. And I know that they have a lot of practice on fourth down because they go for it more than anybody else. But those are high-pressure downs. But all the hoopla at the end, I get we have to talk about it. Wait, I mean, before you get to the tie, though. I know. This, I was going to talk uh, about A perfect that. example. A perfect example of the analyst. They were six for seven. On fourth down, and the and the one that they didn't convert wound up costing them the game. So that's for the uh, you know that's for the analytic crew. I know six or seven is a whatever eighty whatever percent uh, you know very high percentage, but but the one they missed that, that that's where where it comes down to. You don't you know you know it's not so much a percentage. You go by the feel of the game. The the one that he missed was was gross on his his own eighteen, and and it just handed him three points, and and it turned out that they lost the game by three points. So that was an that was an absolutely nutty decision. Yeah. With the field position where it was at that point, it was only a three-point game. Yeah, it's yeah. like I'm Brandon Staley, and this is what I do. And that was nuts. And uh, another, you know, another thing that I had pointed out about San Diego that I, I don't have to point it out that that run defense. If you remember a play in the first half, it was third and twenty-three. Richard, and they yeah. just yeah. handed it. To Jacobs and he ran and straight up the gut. Got Richard, got like yeah. It wasn't even Jacobs. It was Jalen Richard. Jalen Richard. Yeah. I mean, on third and twenty-three, and you're running up the gut. You're almost saying, "Okay, we don't want anything bad to happen here, so we're not going to throw it." 
Well, ultimately, ultimately, the run defense cost him the tie. And even in the overtime, yeah, because the overtime, they weren't passing. Carl wasn't passing. And at third and four, he even even called the timeout to get his special uh, run defense, and they still couldn't stop him. Because if they stop stop him, right, I don't don't think the Raiders were going to try a 56-yard field goal. There's too much that could go wrong, right? But you definitely try a 47-yard field goal. Yeah. Absolutely. They just, I mean, and they just handed off and the whole place knew they were handed off. You got to be yeah. able to stop that. Yeah. yeah. He's a first year coach and, uh, you know, he get he gets a mulligan, but, but we always say that's a bad look when you're, when you're a defensive specialist and, and you know, your team was only successful because of the offense, uh, yeah. you, and your defense hurt you. That's a, that, that means he's got to show that up. But he, you know, for, for a first year coach, he did, he did all right. And first and foremost, the defense has to be able to do something against the run, right? I mean, yeah, that's you the game can't is be won, that right? vulnerable to the run. You just can't. Even mm-hmm. though you say passing league and all that, you still, first thing you got to do as a defense is stop the run. I don't care who you're playing. And they're yeah. so awful against the run. That's Rough year. Achilles heel that they couldn't overcome. Rough year for the analytics. The analytics, the analytics seem to seem to cost teams a number of games, but just just to hash it out and put it put it to bed once and for all, I'm a pretty even keel guy in general, and and I was so aggravated with the yeah. with, with the and Collinsworth, who's I mean he's like you know he's like the king of hyperbole, but he's usually kind of spot on, where he like added fuel to this stupid fire, so. The, the Raiders, they, they're third and four upcoming. They're, they're in the fucking shotgun, right? And it's a 56-yard field goal at this point. And Staley calls timeouts with, with three seconds or four seconds left on the play clock. With under 40 seconds left in the game, he let the clock go under 40. So if if the Raiders wanted to take a knee and just let the Chargers into the playoffs, they could they could have done that. And Collinsworth says it, and then it becomes this big thing that Staley calling the timeout. The Raiders were taking a knee and Staley calling the timeout stopped him from taking a knee. And it's just wrong. It's just wrong. And it's stupid. And it's, it's just aggravating. So that's all. That's all I have. I mean, both coaches and both teams do that. You know, that if you, if you do something like that, it's, it's a really, you know, as much as I hate it, I would have loved to have seen the Steelers get knocked out. It's just bad for football to do that. You know, you don't want, you don't want stuff like that. I, and they I'm, did everything short of taking a knee. They just handed it. Once they got, once he completed the pass to Zay Jones, I don't think they were throwing the ball again with the clock. No, was the clock's running. They had no reason to take the risk. Yeah. Right. I mean, in their mind, they'd rather go play Cincinnati than, than the chiefs. So you run the ball. If you get in field goal range, great. If not, the tie's fine too, and you're in the playoffs. And the Chargers just didn't stop the run, which has been their Achilles heel all season. There was no, the Raiders were taking a knee out of shotgun. Stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. But it did rob us. The tie would have made for a better playoff match. Oh, yeah. I wanted, yeah, I wanted, that's another thing. I think a lot of people wanted to tie because unless you're a Steeler fan, nobody wants to see the damn Steelers in there. In the. But but another thing, I asked you guys, uh, you know, these guys are West Coast teams, so so we don't, uh, 
you know, we're not in tune on the rivalry, but but I ask you guys, you guys would know if it was Pats, Bills, or Dolphins, or whatever, you know, you want to knock out one of your division. Oh, rivals. those teams, those yeah. teams don't like each other. Yeah, you're not going to sit back and say, oh, yeah, well, you know, let's tie. Congratulations, we both made it. Fuck that, man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that, 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 that's an, and also, number two, you, you nailed it. I'm sure Basachi and uh, his crew, they, they went over all the, uh, the variables. And when it came down to it, it's like, okay, good. We want to control the game where we're either going to win or we're going to tie. We're not going to lose. But once it got down to it, he, he's like, hey, he's playing in the head. He knows that, you know, I got they got I got a fighting chance against the friggin' uh, Bengals who haven't won a, a playoff game in 1991, as opposed to the Chiefs who the Raiders haven't friggin' beaten since uh, I think Kenny the Snake Stabler was quarterback <laughs> the last time the friggin' Raiders beat the Chiefs. So, so he's got to know that. Versace, he's fighting for his life. He's like, hey, I might I might have a chance to to keep this gig if, you know, if, if I could beat the Bengals. So that, that that's another thing going through his mind. It's just people, it, 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 people trying to create a narrative where one just didn't exist. Right, Lilo? All right. All right, guys. So great look back at week 18. Now let's talk. So let's talk some playoff football. We'll start with the Saturday games. We're just going to go right in order here. You have the red hot, Cinderella story, Las Vegas Raiders heading to Cincinnati. Cincinnati thumped them earlier in the season. Cincinnati also red hot, but they did have the uh, kind of the, the bye week this week, right? Borrow's a little banged up. So you understand why they did the bye week. But sometimes teams, it can kill, kill the mojo a little bit. So I think I'm going to start with, I'll start with John on this one because we're going to start with Senior on the Pats game. So John, what, what do you think here? Well, I think that uh, no Bengal fan in, in his life has ever has ever texted uh, one of his buddies and, and said, hey, the Bengals just won a playoff game because uh, text messaging wasn't invented in, since uh, 1992, and they won their last playoff game in 1991. So I, I think finally the Bengal fans are going to be able to. Uh, they, uh, they're rolling. Uh, they're, they're playing their best football. Uh, with that that Chiefs game, you know, maybe they didn't peak, but I think they're gonna be ready. Uh, you know, being at this the, for the first time, they're not gonna, they they're in no position to take anybody uh, lightly, and uh, I think I think the Bengals are gonna win rather handily by by a couple scores. The jungle's gonna be rocking. The Raiders, as nice of a Cinderella story as they are, at the end of the day, are not. I don't think are not a great team, right? And I think maybe not even a real good team. I mean, they've, you know, there's always variables during the season, right? And the Raiders have won a bunch of close games. And when they they lose, and when they lose, they get smoked. Like they've gotten smoked a number of times. That Raider pass game, uh, you know who they're missing. Uh, That was a big loss for them. Cause, cause you know, he, he he really keys in. Yeah. He really keys in on on Renfro. That, 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 that's a big diff. That was a big hit for, for them. Because after good. Renfro, they, uh, I mean, Wall is coming back, but yeah, they got a couple of uh, you know, inexperienced guys. So that was a real hit for them. Yeah, and I mean, I th- I think the difference in this game is the Raiders' defense is also against the run, not very good, right? I mean, obviously Herbert lit them up, but they're they're not a very good run defense either. And the Cincinnati offense, 
arguably the best offense in the NFL. One of it'd be just loaded, loaded at the skill positions. They can run it down your throat with Mixon, and they're going to. So I fully expect Cincinnati to put up at least 30 points in this game, which means the Raiders are going to have to keep pace. And the Bengals defense is, is you know, they're not the 85 Bears, but they're a lot better than the Chargers defense. They're improving, and, and I just don't, and, you know, you have the p- potential, too, where the weather may not be perfect, right? It's outside in Cincinnati in the, in the middle of winter, where I just, I have trouble seeing the Raiders being able to keep up on the scoreboard in this game. I think for them to win, they're going to have to get, you know, turn turnovers, right? Turnover, short field, stuff like that, like fluky stuff. Or maybe the, the Bengals coach just going for it on fourth down. <laughs> carry, <laughs> ca- like, like, you know, carry, you know, he, he did the Staley on fourth, <laughs> fourth down in a tie game at the one yard line. So who knows? So I'm going to say Bengals. I'm going to say 38-24. Senior, you've been, you've been on the Raiders. You've been on the Raiders. And uh, you have the chance to potentially mush them by agreeing with us to mush the Bengals. You know what? As much as I'm really looking forward to this game, I think we all are. It's kind of a cool matchup. But part of me, you know, if it's any a game that doesn't involve my team, you want you want somebody to root for when you watch the game. It makes it kind of more fun. Um, I, I want to root for both of these teams. They're both they're two of the great stories, right? I mean, you can't help but kind of pull for the Raiders because. You kind of, you know, you don't, you kind of don't know how they keep winning. You know, they're they're not really that good, but I mean, they've won four games in a row by a total of twelve points. They somehow, they somehow find a way to win. I mean, on paper, you look and they shouldn't have a chance in this game, right? I mean, as you said, the Bengal, the Bengals are absolutely loaded and, and on offense, and their defense is, you know, probably as good as the Raiders. You know, the Raiders have some guys. I like Crosby played a played a real good game the other day. He was all over the place in that game, but somehow, somehow they won. I mean, we all picked them to win, and we said, "Oh, that that unanimous pick, they'll probably lose." But even though the Chargers didn't lay an egg, the, the Raiders found a way to win the game. You know, don't don't ask me how, but they find a way to win. I don't know. It's it. I find it to be a tough pick because this is the way I say the Raiders find a way to win. Somehow they win. Their possibility of winning this game to me is more on the Bengals where we've said it all through this year, where every time you start to really believe in the Bengals, they lay an egg, they become the the bungles for a game. Like when they lost to the jets. Yeah. That's why their record isn't better than it is. You know, we say, Look at them. Look at them on paper. Really, you look at. I'm here. I'm hearing a lot of that, but that's that's got you know. That's Marvin Lewis, Dalton. This is uh, this is totally. Oh, but I'm talking about this year too. You know, they've we've we've been back and forth on them all year on the show. Where okay, at the beginning of the year, Cowboy said they're going to the Super Bowl after like week four or something, if you remember, and then they got throttled two weeks in a row, and we said, oh, they're the Bungles again. We should have known better. And then they start looking good again. So I'm going to pick the Raiders. And I'm going to say, because the Bengals aren't going to show up for this game, the Bungles are. They're going to find a way to lose. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. I like it. All right. I, I got the uh, the Doppler out. It looking looking like a high of 28 degrees, a 20% chance of snow. But not, not too much wins for the, uh, for the Saturday weather report. 
Yeah, I mean, in, in it's Cincy. a game where real, real bad weather would be good for the Raiders because <laughs> it kind of evens the game out, which we'll talk about in the next game. Um, oh. All right, New England at Buffalo. Patriots coming off an uninspired performance against the Dolphins. Buffalo, you know, got the job done in a relatively easy game against the Jets. These teams split the season series. The big news is that it's uh, I, I hot off the presses right before we got on the show. It looks like the current forecast is is zero with wind chill <laughs> with wind chill into the negative five to negative ten range in Buffalo. So, senior, break it down for us. Yeah, I mean all this everything but the weather. If if I'm an un, if I were an unbiased person, which I'm not in this game. What point? What point to a Buffalo win, right? The way they handled the Pats the last time, uh, the way you know you look at Josh Allen and the way the teams are coming into the playoffs. You know, we talk a lot um, on our show about our our home teams and our two home, quote two of our home teams made the playoffs, and they're both kind of stumbling into the playoffs, right? The Patriots haven't been playing their best football. And in the other conference, it's a crazy thing. The The Cards have won one out of their last five. And all of the other teams that are in the NFC playoffs have won four out of their last five. So both of our teams are kind of stumbling in. But it has happened before that teams have staggered in and then found a hot streak when they get into the playoffs. It's It can happen. So, yeah, break it down. All logic, All logic favors the Bills except... When we played them in bad elements, and this is the weather report is nowhere near as bad as it was that game that the Pats beat them. I mean, the wind and the the wind was completely insane, and they're not they're not saying anything like that about this game. You know, it's not wind. It's not. There's only a thirty percent chance of snow. There's a little bit of wind, but it's mostly just ice cold. But I can't pick against my guys, you know. So I'm going to pick my guys and say. And the elements test your toughness. And the Pats showed more toughness than them last time in the elements. They couldn't stop the run. Hopefully that formula works, that the Pats can take it down their throats. And Allen hasn't showed as talented as he is and as good as he is. He's great. Maybe he got drafted by the wrong team. You know, Maybe he'd be served better to be playing in a city that isn't probably the toughest climate in the whole country, as far as being cold, as far as in the NFL, probably the, the toughest, you know, they talk about the frozen tundra of Lambeau field, but I think Buffalo, you get even more bad weather. So maybe he would have been sort of better to be drafted on a good weather team because he hasn't shown that he can perform well in the tough elements. <sighs> so on that, I'm going with the Pats. That's, that's um, yeah. You're. Uh, I don't disagree much with the Patriots pick. I do. I, I take exception about the Allen, the Allen not being built for the cold stuff. I mean, he played. He played at Wyoming, right, in college, and he. Um, I thought he performed real well in the in the the horrible weather game. I mean, at least they, they, they did trust him to throw the ball. He's got a huge arm. He's a tough kid. I mean, he's a he's a great player. And I think he's I think he's kind of the perfect quarterback for that 
for that city and for that for that kind of yeah, weather. Right, he's not yeah, like he's not like a super accurate guy who wants to run the West Coast offense. Yeah, had, he just got this two can. weeks ago. You had some tough weather there, right? And, I mean, not not like yeah, the Atlanta game, but tough weather, and he threw three picks. But I, I, I don't think it's the weather. I think that's just him. He's not he's not a real accurate guy, but the stuff he does. I mean, the stuff he does bring is that that running ability. He's a tank. I mean, he's kind of like uh, Cam Newton running the ball. Right. But then he's also just has this howitzer, the strongest arm in the NFL that can cut through the weather. He's a great player, but he's also he's never going to be a mistake free guy. That's just not who he is. Right. He's not true breeze. <laughs> uh, maybe the mistakes are more likely to happen in this weather. And you don't want to be turning the ball over in the playoffs. Yeah. No, and I think that that's valid. I think that's the Pat's path to victory is that they take care of the ball. Buffalo, Buffalo turns it over a couple of times. The Patriots are going to want to keep it close. The Patriots are going to want to keep Allen off the field. So they're going to have to be able to run the ball again. And they've shown they can do it. I think you have to. Looking at it objectively, you have to favor Buffalo, right? It's, you, you have to. But it's this isn't Kansas City, Pittsburgh. The Patriots are a very, very live dog in this game. And I, th- I think what they lack a little bit on the field, they make up for in the coaching department. We saw Belichick pants McDermott once this year. I think we see it again. Three point victory for the Patriots in a low scoring game, uh, 20 to 17. John, please pick Buffalo. I'm going to have to spoil you guys' part here. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That, don't you dare pick the Pats. We don't want the split. <laughs> okay, no problem because that, that Buffalo, that game in Buffalo was an anomaly. Uh, there, there's no way that the, the Pats going to get away with the, doing a three rush uh, game. Uh, Mac's going to have to make some plays and his, his play is kind of tailed off. Uh, second half of the year. And also, I think uh, Allen, uh, he, he had about uh, six rushes. Uh, I, I think it, there's going to be a lot more uh, uh, players, probably even design runs. And uh, I put him down for double figures, at least uh, 10, 10 rushes. And uh, he's going he's gonna to get a lot more done. And uh, I, th- I think they're going to utilize uh, the Bills, the frozen Bills Mafia is going to lead him in a, a tight one by about uh, 7, 20 to 13. Thank you, John. Completely reasonable analysis. And now that could, <laughs> no, that could, that could be, very well be how it goes. But how do uh, you you got you have to uh, guide me through? How do, how do you bet the uh, the Josh Allen rushes under over uh, something? You have to uh, you got to guide me through that. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna put some of the uh, some free DraftKings scratch on uh, on that. Yeah, Ten I don't know why, I don't know why why you would think I would know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Ten rushes at least. <laughs> Got you covered. Okay, we'll, we'll talk offline, sir. <laughs> yeah, right. that's right. We don't promote gambling, even though it's legal now in uh, both our states. We don't promote it. Too. So the um, that covers the Saturday games, and we're gonna skip right to Monday, and then we'll we'll cover the Sunday games later. So we have the Arizona Cardinals heading to Los Angeles to face the Rams. Two two. Flawed teams, both coming off losses. The Rams, a, a bad loss, frankly, in a game they were ahead 17-0. The Cardinals' defense just didn't show up against the Seahawks. The Cardinals not coming in hot, having um, having lost four or five, I believe. But the Rams not overly impressive either. So real interesting game, real fun Monday night game in that, you know, you could really see it going either way. 
So to, to, to talk about this game, we brought on our fourth man in the booth. He hasn't, yes. joined, he hasn't joined us all season because he's very busy playing PlayStation and practicing for his flag football teams <laughs> and, and hel- helping out with his younger brother. But our number one Cardinals fan, the guy who joined me in Arizona this year to watch the Cardinals destroy the Texans. There was none of this close Texan stuff when we went. Ryder. How you doing, Ryder? Good. Good. You're nice and loud. That's good. That's good. Well, it's good to have you on. You excited for the game on Monday? Yeah. So this will be... What What do you think is going to happen? Are you... Are you I know Ryder's the kind of guy he's... Uh, he tends to be like a downer on his own team, and I know he's not happy about uh. these recent losses. So, Ryder, do you think the Rams can rise to the I'm sorry, the Cardinals can rise to the occasion here and get one in Los Angeles? Maybe. Uh, yeah. You're picking the Cardinals. Yes. Is that a pick, kind of like seniors' pick of the Patriots, where it's you're picking them because you like them? Yeah. He admits it. I like it. So, who do you think is going to have a big game? Big? Do you think it's like a more of a running game with Connor, or more of a, or more of a Kyler airing it out game, or do you think it's like a defense game where Chandler and Buddha wreak havoc? Running game. All right, so we got a big game coming from Connor. How many interceptions does Matt Stafford throw? Because you know he's throwing at least one. Two. Two. And will one of those be returned for a touchdown? No. No. That would be a, a departure from what usually happens with him. So, <laughs> all right, Ryder, can, your, your pick is in. We're going to talk through the rest. Of, we'll talk through the particulars here. <clears throat> can you give us your Super Bowl champion while we have you on? Lost in thought. Yeah, that's Ryder. I think we lost him. Did we lose <laughs> you, Ryder? That's good. He made his pick and he dropped the mic. <laughs> <laughs> He's here to pick the Cardinals and that's all there is to it. Can you hear me? Oh, here he is. All right. He's back. He's back. All right, Ryder. Before you go. I need you to tell us your Super Bowl champion. Uh, the Titans? It's a, it's a strong pick. I like so, that. Ryder, John, John uh, they legalized sports gambling in John's state, and so he, he, he's all in on it. It's all he's doing these days. So he, need, he needs to know who to pick because his picks haven't been going so well. So, John, mark it Titans. down. Uh, Titans. Titans, okay. Definitely Titans. All right, Ryder, you got anything else you want to say to the fans? No. All right. If the Cardinals win, you're going to be on next week. If they lose, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll give you a break. But we should tell the faithful that Ryder and I have a deal this year. What? We have a deal that if the Cardinals make the Super Bowl, what, what? are we doing? Uh, no. Going, going to SoFi. We're, go- we're going to L.A. 
He sounds he sounds thrilled about it. All right, Ryder. <laughs> that, thank you very much, Ryder. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Okay. Right, bye, Ryder. Bye. All right, we gotta we gotta work on Ryder's uh, radio ex- excitement. He's a uh, he's a man of few words, but we are going to be getting together on Monday night to watch the game. I don't know if he'll make it through the whole game, so hopefully yeah, the, co- you, the cards. You mentioned are- the you mentioned the twenty things he's busy with. You didn't mention school. Uh, <laughs> the most important. <laughs> he's been in the protocols. He was uh, out of school for two weeks. Uh, I'm sure he's doing a lot of at home. Uh, a lot of at- oh yeah, yeah. As much as as much as <laughs> at least that's what he tells me. All right. <laughs> so back back to the game, guys. Arizona at the Rams. Really interesting game because these are, I think these are the two teams that have like the highest ceilings, but the lowest floors. Like you could tell me that either one of these teams is the NFC representative in the Super Bowl and I'm buying it. Or you could tell me that either one of these teams get like shut out in this game and, and I'm buying it. Absolutely. I, I really don't like what I've seen from Stafford. I really, really don't like what I've seen from Stafford. I don't. The Rams are like one of these teams where the the like almost like like the Celtics in some ways, where the the sum doesn't equal the parts, right? They have all these great pieces, but if you think about it, they really haven't put it together and looked good in in some time. And this this past Sunday was a perfect example of that. They look good for a quarter. They're up 17 nothing in a in an important game. And they just died. They just they just died in that game. Um they're supposed to have a good defense and to give up that drive to Garoppolo with no timeouts and a friggin' minute left in the game when they needed a touchdown, a 92-yard drive or whatever it was. Totally totally inexcusable. The game ended as you would expect it to end with a pick. Um, I, I didn't love what I saw from the Cardinals, but the fact that it was their defense that kind of let them down, like their offense actually played good, I think is less concerning. I think their def- their defense is kind of built for a game against the Rams because you can move the ball on the Cardinals, but they make big plays. They have They have playmakers who will, you know, they'll take it away a couple of times. And I think that's what they need to do in this game. And I just think, I think they're a better team. And I don't think the home field advantage really matters for the Rams, unfortunately, with the Los Angeles things. I think, I think you'll have a whole ton of Cardinals fans there. And I think the Cardinals go in there and beat them. I think the Card- in a high scoring game where the difference is Stafford gives it up a couple of times and Kyler plays a clean game and they use his legs a little more than they have been. So Cardinals, 27-21. John. Well, the first thing you nailed is the both, both these teams zero home home advantage. They both want to play on the road. That that Rams, it sounded like a road game for them. The uh, the 49er fans uh, embarrassed them. So that that's not and, and the Cardinals uh, played like they don't want the division. They don't want the home field in the first <laughs> round either because they've been playing better on, on the road too. So there's there's no advantage there, but uh, I'm just gonna go with the, uh, the the talent they got the you know Von Miller and uh, the, even even though you said that I agree with you they haven't uh, they haven't put it together something's missing there they they got they got the lead up and they kind of coasted and uh, the 49ers of uh, uh, physicality uh, 
just won him that that game. Uh, they kept it on the ground and they and they ran it right through him. And, and uh, it shouldn't even went to overtime because uh, you know they got a Jimmy G gift. Where, although Ramsey made a great play, if if you look back at it, Jimmy G threw it into three guys and uh, you know and that pick uh, you know caused him to get the lead. And then they they gave it right back like you said. So you didn't like how how that last game went down. But uh, but I'm gonna go with their uh, their experience, uh, their talent because. Uh, the Cardinals' big dogs are out. Uh, Watt's questionable, and uh, the Hopkins definitely out. And uh, what it's going to come down to is a, a little advantage in the on the sidelines with with, with the coach. Yeah. Man, man. Is it? I look for the Rams to pull it out. Yeah. Is it? I I don't love Kingsbury either, but I think the bloom is off the McVay Rose a little bit. You know, nah, ce- it's you not, know it's celebrating in the end zone with the. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I, I don't pay much attention to that. It's not really his decisions. It's just uh. I, I think it's just, you know, he, he's limited with what Stafford can do, make some beautiful throws, and then he's also going to kill you. So, you know, that's not on the coach. But uh, I, I think the Rams will pull it out. It's going to be a close one uh, by, by a field goal. All right, Dad. You're the deciding vote here. I guess, right, well, me, yeah, you could tie it up if you pick the Rams because Ryder chose the Cardinals. Well, yeah, uh, much to you and Ryder's chagrin, I'm going to go with the tie thing. I don't like the way the Cardinals are playing coming in. I agree that the Rams have some warts, the biggest thing being that Stafford is prone to throwing picks. But I'm I'm going to cite the talent like John did. I just think they got, they got these big-time guys that are going to rise to the occasion and just make more plays. You know, John talked about that play that Ramsey made. That was an incredible interception. He's capable of uh, making big plays. Miller's been more visible in the pass rush the last few games and Aaron Donald is the best defensive player in the NFL and Cooper cup is this amazing receiver that nobody can cover and OBJ's playing better. And I just think they, I'm going to go with the team that has the star power that these guys are all stars, they're experienced. And I think they'll rise to the occasion in the playoffs and give them enough to lift them over the, the Cardinals who really aren't coming in on a good run at all. Kind of look like, like you hate to say it, but you know until they prove it, they kind of look like last year where they got off to a quick start and then just kind of faded. So I'm gonna go with the Rams. We got a two-two tie. All right, and it's a great, again great way to end the to end the weekend or with the Monday Night Football. It's a it's a it's a, it should be. The, I I don't see a scenario where it's at least not a fun game to watch. Both of these teams are fun to watch. So tune in. All right, and and. The, the way these the way this shakes out, it's real interesting because if San Francisco, we'll talk about the game. If San Francisco can take care of Dallas, which I think is very very possible, then I mean either one of these teams playing Tampa, right? I mean you got to get like the, with Tampa's shit pass defense, you got to give them a shot. But anyway, Sunday one o'clock, Philadelphia at Tampa. I feel like Philadelphia, you know, I mean, I guess it's a nice story. And I, I kind of like the way they play with the run and stuff. But they they feel definitely like I feel like Tampa is pretty vulnerable. But I don't think Philly is the team to expose that vulnerability. Tampa is very stout against the run. Philadelphia makes its bones running the ball. So if you're in a battle and it's Jalen Hurts against Tom Brady throwing the ball in a playoff game, like it's real, real tough to pick Philly. 
I think there's some chance Tampa comes out and really just just stomps them. Um, again, I think Tampa is vulnerable. I just don't think that this specific matchup is bad for them. I think it's about it. I think it's a, the best possible matchup for them. If it was San Francisco going to Tampa, I, I would potentially feel differently about an upset here. But I'm not going to 100 percent guarantee but I like Tampa in this game more than I like Kansas City versus Pittsburgh. I think I think it's more of a short thing. Senior. I don't know if I take it to that extreme. But what my take was going to be, it couldn't it's a it's a tailor-made matchup for the Bucks because they're so hard to run on and if if Philly, if Philly can't run the ball, they're in huge trouble on offense. So I mean I I agree that Tampa's vulnerable, but they they couldn't have asked for a better matchup. I mean if they go against a if they were going against a team that could really throw the ball, if they were going against the Cowboys, who I'm not really crazy about, would be a tough matchup for them. But this is just tailor made for them, and I don't see it as lopsided as as Chiefs Steelers, because I just think the Eagles are a better team than the Steelers and. I think the Chiefs are right now a better team than the Bucks. So, but I think yeah, Tampa couldn't have asked for a more tailor-made matchup. But I I see them winning the game by like ten to fourteen points somewhere in there. Not a total blowout, but a solid win. All right, John, what what do you think here? I know you're you're not a big Eagles guy, so I know this will be objective. Um. I'm not a big Eagles guy with the, uh, you know, with, with my black heart, but uh, I, I do respect uh, their talents, and uh, I think they're going to hang in there with this. And I'm looking once again. Uh, I, I brought up the Doplaw radar, and uh, looks like there's going to be a lot of uh, rain. Uh, might be some thunderstorms uh, Sunday, so I think that's going to muddy the game up. And uh, this is going to be my only uh, upset pick here. Uh, I, I don't like uh, uh, You're picking the Eagles. I, yeah. You're picking the Eagles to win the wow. game. Yeah. I, 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 right. I think Tampa is going to repeat. I don't think Tampa is going to repeat, and uh, they're going to get clipped here. It's just going to be a weather hurt's going to going to run around and make some things happen. And just a hunch. Wow. That, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the Eagles fans will be a little tough if they if they beat Brady again. I don't need to. Agree. <laughs> Uh, they beat Matt Patricia. They didn't beat Brady in the Super Bowl, but uh, whatever, man. You got you guys could deal with that. The um, Brady I mean, if if, that if that happens, John, the Packers are going to be doing a uh, <laughs> dance of joy. It's just a, I, I mean, I guess Philly's a tough team, right? But it's of all the teams, right? That that that's the one. If they had to tailor make who they like. If Philly wins, they go to they go to Green Bay 100%, right? That's how it works. Yeah, lowest seed, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, that's an impossible game for them. We'll see. So he said, John gave us a little foreshadowing, so his, your next pick surprises me as well. We'll move on to the next game. So San Francisco at Dallas. Dallas coming off a nothing win against Philly's backups. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have that wrong, right? 
No, I'm right. I'm right. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, was, I was thinking. I was, th- I was thinking it was the week before. All right, sorry oh, guys. Game. Yeah, the Saturday game. Yeah. E- even even the uh, even the experts are wrong sometimes. Yeah. So Dallas with a nothing win against Philly's Philly backup. Took the bye. Yeah, Philly took the bye. I can. You know, I don't. I don't like. I don't think McCarthy's much of a coach, but I can. And I I, I saw he got hit a little bit for leaving the starters in the whole game, but I can kind of see it with with what. With how Dak's been playing and stuff, I think I think get it, you know. You confidence can, boost. Confidence yeah, big, big It was worth the risk. Yeah, maybe and false confidence. Probably false. Okay. Yeah, big deal. He throws five touchdowns against their second string defense with his starting offense. It's a joke. <laughs> the um, but as is the thing with the Cowboys. I mean, that's kind of like what they've done all season. We've talked about this, right? They beat up on the little guy. And in that game, Philly was the little guy. And now they have a real a real game where the Niners pull it, pulling their playoff bid out of the fire against the Rams, as we talked about. They're a real team. So you can say what you want about the quarterback. He's not perfect. He played a good game, but he's also capable of not playing a good game. But both on both sides of the ball, they're a, they're a, they're a good solid team, right? They have some real playmakers on offense. Uh, they can they can run on you. Um, they like you know they have a, they, they can be balanced too because you have Debo is both a running back and a receiver. If if a team struggles against the tight end, Kittle's one of the best in the business, and then um, their running game is fantastic. So very balanced on offense, and they have a good defense. Real tough game for Dallas. A tough draw for a home game. Um, Dallas does have a home field advantage, at least in theory, right? With um, you know, there, there won't be a, there won't be too many Niners fans there. I think a lot of people are picking this upset. A lot of people are picking this upset, and I, I am going to pick this upset as well. I think. The way I see, the way I would see that, I think the Niners are a better team, just straight up. I just think they're a better team. The way I see Dallas winning is is Garoppolo, right? Garoppolo turning it over a couple of times, reminiscent of the game against the Titans, right? Garoppolo turns it over a couple of times in a big game. Dallas has playmakers on defense that that will take it away. Um, I'm going to roll the dice and hope it doesn't come up snake eyes with Jimmy G and say he plays a relatively clean game and the Niners win by seven points in a pretty high scoring game. Todd, you kind of foreshadowed your pick, but give us your rationale. I did. I don't, I don't know when I did that, but uh, I already you forgot. Said the, you said Philly was the only upset you were taking. Okay, that's true. Okay, but... The, <laughs> I did kind of, yeah, I did kind of blow it. But the, there's so many people picking the Niners that uh, it's not even an upset anymore. <laughs> From what I see in, uh, you know, the ESPN gurus and all that, everybody's on that Niner train. Uh, they're kind of, uh, the the big emphasis is uh, it's it's going to be the, the Niners' physicality versus the Dallas uh, speed. Uh, Dallas is uh, very fast on the defense and uh, – um, I, I'm real worried that uh, you know Dallas's loss in this uh, defense uh, is gonna pay, is gonna pick off uh, Jimmy G, and that's gonna be the difference in the game. But uh, I also liked uh, even though the game was meaningless, I, I liked how uh, how Dak uh, kind of with Cedric Wilson got some uh, chemistry there. Be, you know, being that Gallup was out, he got a 
he got some chemistry with his new receiver, so that that's just an added weapon. And uh, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna, I hate to do it, but I'm gonna have to go with the, the Cowboys. I, I think every, everybody's uh, picking the Niners, but I think that the the boys are gonna keep it together, and they're gonna that that that's what really worries me is those Jimmy G, a couple Jimmy G turnovers. Uh, it's gonna be the difference, and, and the Cowboys are gonna pull out a close one. Right, John, very loyal to the NFC East in this in the, on this show. It's going to be an NFC East dominated division round. All right, senior. Best division break, of break. football. <laughs> <laughs> break the tie. Yeah, um, I don't consider it an upset picking the 49ers. I, I really like the 49ers. Other than, yeah, the possibility of Jimmy G cooking them, but I like, I, they're just. They're just a team that's so much more built for the playoffs, both sides of the ball. They're physical, and they have playmakers. You know, Debo being the ultimate Swiss Army knife playmaker, he's been playing out of his mind. And I love Kittle's physicality and, and how how well he plays. And Ayuk is a playmaker. And Isaiah Mitchell is really – they'll run the ball with him. And I like their physical defense. I don't think the, t- the Cowboys are a real high character team and, you know, toughness kind of team for the playoffs. And I think the 49ers are all of that. I, I'm, I was rooting like hell for them against the Rams, mainly because as a fan, I wanted to see them in the playoffs because to me, it would be a joke. I know it's different conferences, but you got the Steelers in the playoffs and the 49ers would it be, or the Eagles in the playoffs. To me, the 49ers are a much better team than both of them. Them being in a game makes it much more compelling, no matter who they're playing. I think they're capable of beating anybody. So yeah, I'm I'm high on the 49ers in this game. As far as I'm concerned, they're a road. They should be a road favorite. I was uh, I really like how that how they came back versus the Rams, but maybe you guys could tell it. I, I mean, the 49ers they were 10 and seven, and uh, they beat the Rams twice. Other than the Rams twice, where where are the impressive victories uh, on the season? Uh, at Cincinnati, maybe I don't really uh, see too many, you know, too many uh, victories where everybody's talking to them like like they got a like there is a good a shot than anybody for the Super Bowl. I just I, I don't see it. I, I mean, I wouldn't go that. If you look at the way their season trended, John, two and five, really, right? They really yeah. turned it around and started playing a lot better when Kittle came back. They really missed him. I mean, he he's a he's a difference maker, both. With the way, with how good a player he is, yeah, it's his blocking leadership. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he helps their running game big time. He's he's like what Gronk used to be. And you, if you, when you took that guy off the Patriots, it was a different team. Since he's come back, they've been impressive, and I, I really like them. I really think they're a threat. Maybe I'm overrating them. We'll see. Yeah, it's just the Jimmy G factor kind of kills the it's form. It's definitely a factor, but I mean, he did take them to this. He took them to the Super Bowl once, and they came close to winning it. And I know he missed he missed that one pass to Emmanuel Sanders that would have won the game for him. But I mean, he's shown that he can get them there already, and 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 they're good. They're, they're good. They they're real talented, real physical. A lot of really good players. Yeah, he's one of those. He's in that you know the second tier guys that they make some beautiful yeah. throws there. But both the both the guy you know him and Stafford. And, uh, you know, a lot of guys are in that, uh, even Cousins, they make some beautiful throws, but then they make some throws like, what, who the hell was he throwing to? You know? Yeah, oh, I'm so not just a mind-boggling guy, believe yeah. me. I think if this team, yeah, if they had like a real big-time quarterback, if they had, I don't know, you know, one of the premier quarterbacks in the league, they they may be unstoppable. But 
Yeah, but I mean, Shanahan's going to pull he out. He does make some plays, though. Yeah. Shanahan's going to pull out all the stops. Uh, you'll you'll see some. Uh, he'll have some. Uh, you know, sh- you know, some shotgun or run option plays with, with you know maybe a couple of Lance in there. So yeah, and they'll they'll run they'll straight out run the ball too. You know, yeah. they, with both Mitchell and, and Debo. And also, Debo's I saw an unbelievable year. I think we might have a Black Monday part two if uh, if, if if Big McCarthy goes down. I think. Uh, <laughs> It'll be Black Monday part two, and uh, yeah, and, uh, there's Zimmer, another thing. and Zimmer is a big uh, favorite of of, uh, of Dallas, and uh, I think Zimmer will be brought in there to replace uh, Big Mike. If, it'll be kind of hard to be down. a worse coach than Big Mike, so that's another factor. <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah, Zimmer. Oh, okay, that would be. You think? Did you, did you, so Jerry could have his said, girlfriend up in the booth. Did yeah. you see the stuff he said about cousins? He didn't really say that. Did it? No, no, that was a joke. That was a joke. Yeah, definitely. He couldn't say no. Senior fell for a meme, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, John put up. John, we have a little chat that we do, and John put up a pretty funny fake quote from oh, Cus- okay. from from good. Zimmer. Okay. Yeah. My bad. I thought. I mean, if he said if he said that, he'd never get another job. Well, I yeah. thought he might have said it kind of kiddingly. Nah, that that was satire kiddingly. from somebody. <laughs> that was satire from uh, somebody who's not a you know not not a big religious uh, guy. Okay. <laughs> they, they, were, they were mocking cousins' uh, religious and his views and stuff like that. Yeah. That was. Yeah. It was All pretty right, fun. Last and potentially least, we have a rematch from the Week 16 blowout. Jesus. Steelers at Chiefs. So Steel the, the Chiefs beat the Steelers in week 16, 36 to 10, in a game that wasn't that close. And I'm hundred percent serious about that. They led uh 23-0 at halftime, 30 to nothing in the third quarter. Just a just a total shellacking. The Steelers didn't even look like they belonged on the field with them. Improbably, improbably the Steelers won their next two games. Despite scoring a combined, is it 32, 32 points or less? Let's see. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They scored 26 against Cleveland. So 42 points in two games. That was a big stretch, a big stretch for, uh, for Pittsburgh. Um, their defense, though, to be, to be fair, so if you if you take out the Chiefs game, which I know is a big thing, the last four weeks of the season, so they played Tennessee and won the game 19-13. That's a game they were supposed to lose. They got dropped by the Chiefs, gave up 36, and then 14 to Cleveland, 13 to Baltimore, and must-win game. So their defense has played well. T.J. Watt, leading candidate for NFL Defensive Player of the Year, is there any scenario, John, where you see them hanging in this game, or do you think, or do you think it's just the the Chiefs just jump out on them again, and that's that? Yeah, the, none whatsoever. Ninety-nine percent guarantee. All right. <laughs> Senior. There's just no way. Senior. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to say that the word guarantee, but yeah, I, I see this as the Chiefs just too much talent, and I honestly see the Steelers as really as the team that's in the playoffs that should, that is not a playoff team. It's like a joke that they're in the playoffs. So, yeah, the, the Chiefs should roll right over them. 
the Steelers only got in. I can't believe that Lions tie was what separated it. <laughs> and it came all the way down to week 18, and that stupid Lions tie got him in. Man. <laughs> unbelievable. But but also, yeah, I don't know why they, they chose this game for the uh, the 49ers. Dallas should have been the prime timer over this. Yeah, game, I mean, it's. They're, they're on too. Mahomes and. And big well, the, Steel- uh, the Steelers have a big national fan base, too. Yeah, Everywhere the you go, is, there's a lot of Steelers fans. Yeah, but the thing is, if you're not a Steelers fan, fan nobody cares. Or, or either people hate them or, uh, you know, are non, uh, nonplussed about them. So it's... Yeah, I think you'll really get wasted. I will enjoy that. <laughs> Ro- did you see Roethlisberger today? So we're, we're recording on a Wednesday, by the way. Oh, Roethlisberger yeah. today had a little – at the. You know, in an interview, you know, gave the whole, you know, they're the best team in football. You know, we we just have no chance. We're twenty point underdogs, so we might as well go out and have fun. Do you think that's did? Do you, you guys don't see any potential for a little magic here in his last season? No. <laughs> and maybe not even from him. Like I mean, he kind of reminds me of the of the Manning last season with the Broncos where they, they kept winning in spite of him. And I mean, they've got talent, right? I mean, the Chiefs defense really, really hasn't played well for the last couple of weeks. I mean, they played good against the Steelers. I mean, but that game was over in the first quarter. It's, uh, I don't know. I'm not going to pick the Steelers to win the game. Part of me wants to just the, the way this season is gone. It's such a, it would be such a wonky result. I mean, the the Chiefs just gave up 24 to Drew Locke. They got roasted for 500 something yards by Cincinnati the week before. They barely beat the Chargers the week before that. I wish it wasn't the Steelers because I really I, I think the Chiefs are vulnerable just like the um, just like the Buccaneers. And I, I will say this: if the game is close in the fourth quarter, I think the Steelers win it. I think they're kind of, they got like that team of destiny thing going, yeah. and, I, and if, if, I think there's a good chance the game isn't close in the fourth quarter. But if the if the Chiefs screw around and let them hang around, I think the Steelers win it at the end. But I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Chiefs. I think the smart, it's similar to the Colts Jaguars game, I think the smart pick is the Chiefs to kind of romp and win the game by 20 points. So that's what I'll pick. But you heard it here first. If the Steelers can hang around and keep it close, they're gonna they're, they're gonna win the game. So if the game if the game's decided by six points or less, it's a Steelers victory. Lay, lay the points. <laughs> Listen to John, Johnny Vegas all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys. So that covers the games this week. Now we have to pick our uh, Super Bowl matchups. So who wants to go first? If neither of you do, I can go first. I will, uh, and I, I could be done by the weekend. I'm going uh, Bills and Rams uh, is my pick. Oh, so that would be that would be kind of in line with the wonky season to have two teams that didn't get the bye, right? Make the playoffs. More of a chance of it this year, of course, with only one bye. Rams. Yep. I didn't. I thought I heard you wrong there. Really? 
Nah, well, I picked him in the preseason, so I'll stick with him. Uh, my preseason right. was Col- Colton Rams, so that kind of crept up. Uh, All right, so that's Bills. a Bills. That's a Bills championship if that happens. Stick. I'll stick with the uh, the Rams. Uh, I, I think that defense is gonna gonna tighten up. And that's the home field, home field Super Bowl, if that happens. Yeah, which they probably won't even if it's a home game. <laughs> with all, all Bills yeah. fans, Bills Mafia in Los Angeles. Yeah. All right, all right, senior. What do you got? Well, my preseason was a rematch. Right. But I kind of can't do it because, you know, with both Godwin and Antonio and David and out for. Uh, yeah, uh, David might come box. back. Levante I'm going to stick with yeah. the. I'm going to stick with the Chiefs. And I'm going to go uh, a team doing it the way the uh, Bucks did it last year on the road all the way to the Super Bowl, the 49ers. Chiefs oh, 49ers. man. You're drinking the Kool-Aid, Sevier. Niners? Go. I like the Niners. All right. All right, I'm up. So in the, in the AFC... It's a real tough year, man. It is a real it's a really, really tough year because it's like any anything can happen. And I see a number of different scenarios. But I think that buy is really, really huge for the Titans. For the obvious reason, right? Of getting Henry back at full strength. So they are a uh, they're, they're a good team and that buy and having home field throughout the playoffs is going to help them. Um, and I think that they're, they're extremely, extremely well coached. They're playing great. I think they're being overlooked in a lot of ways. And I think there's a good chance the Chiefs get clipped before before Tennessee has to play them. And um, I think that would kind of be the toughest game for them. So Titans in the AFC. The NFC, to me, the NFC is a total crapshoot. So you guys pick the Rams and the Niners. I think those picks are are fine. I don't, I don't like the Packers to make it to the Super Bowl. And so, and I don't like the Bucks to make it to the Super Bowl. And I picked the Niners to beat the Cowboys. So for Ryder, I'm hoping to be there. I think, <laughs> I think that if they win this game, I think they make the Super Bowl. I don't know if they're going to win this game, but I'm going to pick the Cardinals. So Titans, Cardinals, Super Bowl, and I am going to pick the Titans, join Ryder in picking the Titans as the Super Bowl champion. So did you guys give your champion? No. Rams. I'm, we got John with the Rams. 49ers. Senior uh, with the Niners. Senior, you should, uh, you should very go. Very bold. Uh, very bold. The team that's an underdog this week, right? Why you not? Should go, you should, you should go Johnny Vegas. I think you can, uh, you can make a little bit of dough <laughs> if that happens. Yeah. I don't know how much I believe it, but it's a hard year. you got to pick somebody. You know, nah. you can find reasons, a lot of reasons to think any team's not going to get there right now. You know? We'll see. Oh, absolutely. It's a, it's a wild year, right? It's, a, um, it's just a year where it's kind of a crapshoot. Uh, I, I think besides like the Raiders and the Eagles, all the other playoff teams, you could logically say, have a legitimate shot. I think you meant to throw the Steelers in there as well. Oh, yeah. I, did. I, 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 I was talking about playoff teams. <laughs> there it is. Book it. Steelers-Raiders Steelers, in the Super Bowl. No way. No, I'm sorry. Steelers-Eagles. Steelers-Eagles. Oh, please, no. The Battle of Pennsylvania. <laughs> I 100% guarantee that that's not the Super Bowl. All right. All right, guys. 
Enough for the guarantees. <laughs> very good, very good. So this was a this was a real fun show this week. Um, I guess we'd be remiss to not talk a little bit about just really, really quick, John. I don't think they intended to fire Judge, but I think oh, he. Boy. Do you think he did it? On, it was almost like he did it on purpose, right? Like I mean, it just became such a pariah with the way he called with the play calling over the last couple of weeks that they just really had no choice. Yeah, that that's uh, that's the sad part is that the uh, how incompetent that the owners uh, were that their plan was to you know to to keep him and then then hire a new GM and force him upon us. That that was a, a horrific plan. So his little stunt there at the end was a little, it was a blessing in disguise. Although people, you know, made a big deal about it, a meaningless play in a meaningless game, but that's the uh, the perception uh, now. And uh, you know, ironically, uh, one of his last press, you know, one of his last presses that he went off on a on a rant, and then he was throwing other other teams under the bus. He says, "Oh, at least we're not a clown show." I know. You know, like, like, like the like the and, WFT. Yeah, and and, uh, he, and they became and now they've become the laughing stock of the league uh, thanks to him. So and that got him out of this. So maybe it was a blessing, but. Now it's on the ownership to to hire the right guys and uh, and get the ship rolling in the right direction. We'll see what happens. But bye bye, uh, Judge. Uh, 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 a recommendation from uh, from Coach Bill and uh, Nick Saban. Uh, re- really panned out great for us. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so so you you don't have Flores at the top of your list, John? Uh, unfortunately not. Uh, the word is that uh, he was a uh, shitting on tour and uh, you know. He didn't really. Uh, he was trying to take control uh, of personnel decisions and stuff. So you have to. You still have to learn to to work well with others. Uh, I mean, his performance is fine. And hey, anybody's getting a good coach. Uh, he he is. He's owned Bill uh, the last uh, couple of years, so that would be fine. I mean, hey, you you. Uh, I don't know if they they're not going to do it, but when when it be a surprise, it would be a shocker if the if the Jets uh, said uh, cancel after a year and and jumped on him. Being that uh, you got a guy that knows how to beat Bill, why not? But uh, that's not gonna happen. But I'm just saying, some team's gonna get a good coach. He's gotta land. So he's gotta get one of the jobs. I don't think. Yeah. It's pretty. Pretty. Flores. Much Flores. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 Definitely. yeah I think the Bears are interviewing him, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a good job. Fields is gonna be good. They already have. They got some. They have some pieces there. I mean, <laughs> Nagy's a disaster. Tim. Um, Message us and let us know what you think about Flores. Yeah, well, they did the right move also by uh, with the GM, uh, not just Nagy. Uh. Yeah, they cleaned house. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but you see how Pace right is the GM there, yeah, Ryan Pace. Pace. But you see how tough these uh, the, the these jobs are. Like uh, the guy Spielman from uh, Vikings, he, he got the axe. The guy that drafted uh, Jefferson, Cook, uh, and the guy signed uh, Thielen as an undrafted free agent. The guy made some great moves and. And he's gone because, you know, he, he, he couldn't get past Rodgers and, you know, and he couldn't get the quarterback situation uh, worked out. So it's, 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 it's not an easy gig. I mean, there's obvious fires, you know, like the Giants, you know, which is embarrassing, Gettleman and them. But there's also tough ones like that. The, it, it's like the guy did a pretty good job, but just not good enough. So sometimes you got to make that move to get over the top. Flores was a, was a surprise and a tough one. It sounded like it was a... They had to choose between him and the GM, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. 
But I mean, I, th- I thought he did a pre- I thought he did a good job with a t- with it's not like Miami had this great loaded roster. You yeah, know? but I also talked to a Dolphin fan, and they were like, "Yeah, it, of course he comes on at the end, but he gets off to one and seven, one and five every year." The, the guy was tied, but the guy kind of took a two aside. Uh, you know, a Dolphin fan I reached out to. He was kind of he was kind of happy with it because because he didn't like how they got off the slow starts every year and only beats his Belichick and and he and he loses to guys like Urban Meyer and shit. So. So the guy was more on a Tua side. We'll see. Exactly. And Nagy gone, like we like we like we expected. Tim, it's going to be a new a new morning in Chicago. Good luck. I think uh, I think Peterson, uh, ex enemy of the uh, Patriots, is. uh, I'd like him with the Giants though, but we'll see. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, he's definitely landing somewhere too. I agree with that. He he was the originator of the uh, the analytic uh, army. Uh, he's Mr. Fourth Down, so it fit right in with yeah. the league right now. Yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, they already have Foles, right? That's all he needs. <laughs> in case Fields goes down, yep. All right, guys. So hour twenty, well worth it. We had to spend ten minutes on tie gate to get us a little over our average. Yeah. Thanks so thanks so much to everybody for listening. I feel like our, our listener base is growing. I get more messages than I, uh, than I used to. So we must be doing something right. If anyone ever wants to come on the show, you know, don't even ask because we, we really are kind of exclusive. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. If the but, Steelers win, we're going to have to talk about guarantee gate next, next week. <laughs> we, we, you guys stopped short of the guarantee. <laughs> I'm, hot, I'm hot though with calling these crazy uh, potential upsets. I mean, I defended the Jag. I mean, I didn't call the upset, but I defended the Jaguars more than anyone reasonably should have going into that game. That's all. I, that's all yeah. I'll say. And now yeah. probably the same thing with the Steelers. <laughs> I also I also said the Jets would give them a good game, and uh, they did for three quarters. You, know, so. you did, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, all of the games were relatively close. Like the like like you talked about the Texans. The Texans may have really found something with Davis Mills, and I mean. Frankly, they yeah. deserve it with the disaster that with Watson, you know, but he, I mean, if they redraft today, Mills, you know, Mills the, may, may go, right? The top 10, probably, right? There was uh, a if, player. You look at, if you look at results, really, he yeah. played the second best of all the rookie quarterbacks. The, the there, was a, there was a lot of really chaos did. going on, going on during that game, but they cut it to three and, and Tannehill made a, a fabulous play to to keep the ball and, uh, and they were yeah, able to run out the incredible. clock but if you yeah if you didn't if you didn't do that they, they might have bit it too they might have choked it up too and, where he got out of the sack yeah yeah yeah, yeah it was kind of fun watching our guy dola tear him up down the stretch with, with yep. mills it was a fun game i like barely i mean i feel like i'm a pretty hardcore football fan and i i will admit that i don't think i knew that amandola was on houston Go, yeah. <laughs> going and, into that dola and, and rex burkhead uh, I yeah, it's a new about sexy Rex. All right, guys. So for senior, for John, and for our main man Ryder, I'm the cowboy, and I'm out. Enjoy the games this weekend. Bet the house. Give later points, Casey. <laughs>